0: Hey guys, it's your host Avery Carl with The Short Term Shop and I'm really excited to dive into the Broken Bow market with you guys. We've got 10 episodes on everything you need to know about investing in short-term rentals in Broken Bow. A couple notes that I wanna give you guys before we get started. Any up-to-date purchase prices or income numbers on this market you can find on our website, theshorttermshop.com. And if you're ready to buy with us in any of the 20 markets that we work in, not just Broken Bow, if you want to work with one of our agents in any of those markets, you can email us at agents@theshorttermshop.com. At Be sure to follow us on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook at the Short Term Shop, and of course join our Facebook group. It's called Short Term Rental Long Term Wealth. It's just me and 60,000 of my closest friends in there talking about short-term rentals all day, every day. Again, if you need anything from us, you can email us at agents at the shop.com. Let's dive into Broken Bow. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Short Term Show special episode series, this time on Broken Bow. Today, we're going to be talking about expenses. So the expenses that come along with running a short-term rental in Broken Bow. So we've got a cool panel of folks here to help us with that. First, we've got Kathy, who you're familiar with already, but Kathy, go ahead and introduce yourself again.
1: I'm Kathy Craig, I'm the STS agent in Broken Bow. I'm super excited about this episode because. We have the king and queen of Broken Bow with us, so I am super excited about this one. The
0: king and queen of Broken Bow, guys. So this is this is one you want to listen to. So we have Bobby and Becky Kelly, guys. Do you want to introduce yourselves, king and queen of Broken Bow, Oklahoma?
2: Well, I don't know that we're the king and queen, but we'll we'll take we'll. But we should be
0: Kathy of that. (laughs) Kathy thinks
2: that. Right. Right. So um, I'm Bobby Kelly. I have a, a Farm Bureau insurance office, been the agent there for uh, 28 years, and Becky's worked right along my side most of those years, except when we had little bitty babies and they were running around the house, but they're all grown up now. So we, we insure a lot of cabins in the Broken Bow area and have been doing it for a long time. So we think we know a little bit about that market, so we'll just share what we know with y'all today, I guess. Go ahead, okay.
3: And I'm Becky Kelly and married to Bobby Kelly, and we both work in insurance and we just have built with the market. Um, first couple of people that had a rental cabin walked in our office needing to get insurance, and we had to figure out what was going on. So,
0: <laughs> okay. So, you guys own a few properties here too, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. How many? Um,
3: Eight. Yeah, about eight. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of them. Yeah, eight nightly rentals. And we have four long term rentals. Okay. So, you guys know what you're doing. You're pros. Okay.
0: (laughs) Out as we go. (laughs) All right. So, this episode, sorry, I'm going to. Try not to clear my throat too much. I'm getting over being sick. So this episode is going to be mostly on the expenses associated with running a short-term rental in this market. So we'll start with some of the basic stuff that you're going to have, expenses you're going to have uh with any short-term rental. So let's talk about like your electric bill. Is there anything I think I feel like electric bills are pretty straightforward in most cases is there anything weird or different about this market than you know owning a house anywhere else in terms of electric i don't
2: think so i mean electrics just electric uh, you know people complain about electric being high sometimes sometimes they don't you know so uh your big you know always going to be july and august probably around here and in the winter probably like january and february are probably the most expensive electric bills so So um, other than that, uh, it's just kind of basic, I guess. I
3: think, too, because the cabins are built in our rural area, not in city limits. Uh, The company, PSO, is the electric for in-city limits. So Choctaw Electric is for the rural areas. And everybody tends to think that runs higher than what people pay in city limits. And it seems to be, but there's nothing anyone can do about it. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: So you guys, like most of the Southeast, have electric heat and electric Cooling. So mm-hmm. you're when it's really, really hot outside or really, really cold outside, those are going to be your high electric bill months, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So everything pretty straightforward about electric. Kathy, you got anything to add to electric? It's kind of a boring subject.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, you're probably averaging in the in the not high months, depending on the size of the cabin, anywhere from 70 to 100 dollars a month. And then in the, the high months, depending on where it is and what it is and how many windows you have, you know, it's maybe a couple hundred dollars a month. They're not talking seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a month. It's not, it's not crazy crazy.
0: No. All right. Gotcha. All right. So let's move on to something else boring. So uh are there gas bills in this market or is everything pretty typically electric?
2: Well, it's it's mostly it's pretty typically electric besides your propane. I mean, there's not gas in the Hochtown area, it's all gonna be. Propane, so, uh, you know, it's just uh, a little bit different as far as that goes. And there's there's a lot of uh, propane um, stoves, I guess you would say. In the fireplace. In so fireplaces, yeah. fireplaces
3: have propane. Most cabins are electric and propane, uh-huh. combination. combination. Okay,
0: so you would have mostly electric appliances and then like a propane tank out back that powers the fireplaces? I would say right. mainly.
3: Now, some people have propane um, stove inside. And some people have um, washer and dryer propane, but that's very rare. It's mostly electric. And-,
2: and there's there's quite a few propane stoves because a lot of people like, you know, probably our, our main market that, um, were, that wants the cabins here is the DFW area. And uh, a lot of them are used to cooking on a gas range. So they get a propane range put in their cabin, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of the People that come here and rent the cabins are from that area, so they like Mm -hmm. that. But there's a lot of uh, electric electric ranges too. So a little bit of both.
0: Okay. And to get a propane tank filled a year, what's that, like 500 bucks a year? No,
3: it's more than that. More
2: than that? Yeah. It's a little bit more propane than that, Mm -hmm. depending on what you're, you know what what you've got on it in the house you know so i would well, say for 500 yeah i'd say to get it filled you yeah, 500 you might mm-hmm. have to fill it a little bit more than once depending on how much you're using it oh, yeah. so yeah okay yeah five,
1: five to seven hundred dollars a year is i think about what they're running depending on the size of the cabin um and they're typically uh buried they bury the propane tanks they didn't not all of them are because in the older cabins are not, but, in, you know, for a while now they've been, they bury the propane tank.
0: So it's oh, not that we play
1: on it like it was a horse. Yeah, but and now, it's yeah.
0: so ugly outside. We've yeah, got a few not cabins propane. in another market that they have. That's all there is, is the propane tank's just sitting, sitting out there uh-huh. and it's ugly.
2: A lot yeah. of people bear- Yeah, there's a lot buried. buried and then the, a lot of them got to where they do the smaller propane tank, you know, just a small uh-huh. one up closer to the house because uh, uh-huh. the, you know, rules are. Have changed where they can. The smaller ones they can get them within uh, a gotcha. ten feet of the house. So right. you know.
3: And when um, a lot of cabins now have the instant hot water heater that has to have propane, and so mm-hmm. they go through more uh, propane because that's how they have hot water for shower yeah, or what. No, we have w- one that way, right. so we go through yeah. more propane. That one.
0: All right. So propane's also pretty straightforward and boring. So let's talk about cable and internet. Can you pretty much get like normal? Internet service, Wi-Fi out here. You have to do Starlink and stuff. Why are you giggling, Kathy?
1: <laughs> well, because it's it's Broken Bow. So there's only one game in town, man. So the phone company is the internet company. And that's pretty much all we have right now. We're kind of hoping, and I don't know, the Kellys will know more. Um, When the casino comes in, I heard at was supposed to come in. I don't know if, if that's actually happening or not. But right now, it is... Pine telephone, and that is who your internet service is through, unless you do a satellite, but pretty much it's Pine telephone.
2: Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And yeah. is that high speed or is it like slow?
1: Uh,
2: what are we
0: looking at? Well,
2: we don't have a long time ago, there were complaints, but they have upgraded over time, and I think it's pretty normal these days, probably it's, a little slower it's, sometimes. It's
0: normal for
3: what we're used to. Though. Yeah,
2: normal I mean, for what we're used to. It's so. not
3: what DFW city people are used to really.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> a yeah, I do.
1: Yeah. I do hear people that from, you know, Dallas. And so when I, you know, if I'm working, um, it it's not any slower than it's fine. So I don't, we don't have a lot of complaints from people that come up there and work during the week. Um, so it's, it's not horrible. Um, but, you know, it's, it's certainly not, you know, the fastest year we're going to get.
0: Right. So you can like Stream Netflix or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So s- it's good enough.
2: We yeah. have to start our house and, and, you know, we've got all of our TVs on that. And the kids have got video games and all that stuff that go all the time. So we don't have any problems. So, right. so
0: it's all fine. right. Cool. <clears throat> okay. And let's see here. What else? So we've got cable. I mean, do people really do cable that much? Like in my short-term rentals, we just kind of sign up for the streaming stuff and let them do that. Kind of, kind of, pretty much went to that. I mean, just like
2: you said, pretty much really going to just all the streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. So,
0: and there's some some few, people still do direct. A few. Yeah, some still
2: still do direct a few, but but did, most guess, most but. of it's all going to streaming these days. All mm-hmm. right,
0: so we'll move on to some more fun stuff. Maybe you guys wheelhouse. So, what does insurance look like around here? Is there anything that makes insurance like extraordinarily high like i live in florida so we've got some major insurance things going on um but or is it what are we typically looking at for insurance around here uh, it's, it's oklahoma yes.
3: just like you say it's florida this is oklahoma
0: so it's kind of storm
3: t- tornado alley
0: so got to uh, i didn't in. think about that did not think about that exactly and
2: and really down here we don't uh get the tornadoes like a lot of the state do because we're kind of different we kind of sit in the mountains kind of like we're real close to arkansas and it sits right here in the edge of the mountains but still the cost of it it just goes throughout the state it's kind of you know it's going to be they spread statewide, the, statewide. They spread
3: the cost, and so. that
2: that does make insurance in oklahoma high mm-hmm. so between the tornadoes and you know so then there's some hailstorms too that cause a lot so right. so we get a lot of that mm-hmm. cost spread out mm-hmm. to us and we don't really get much of either one down here in this area.
1: Gotcha. So Yeah, we run about, it's it's averaging 0. 0.8 to 1% of the sales price is what it's typically running per year, depending on, you know, what they get and what they don't. Yeah, Bobby and Becky are great about making sure that people get the insurance they need for their short term. And, you know, we don't get a lot of tornadoes, but last year, what, right about this time, I was hunkering down in a underground bunker remember the tornado that came through last year yes yeah got somebody up on the mountain killed somebody so um you know it it does happen uh not that often but it does happen so they have to the
2: only time like that with the tornado uh and it was like a real narrow spot kind of like this one was was 2003 i think may of 2003 Was the other one that mm-hmm. would probably compare to the one we had about a year ago, right. and that hit Adaabel pretty hard, and hit up north in the Pickens area, uh, pretty hard. Mm-hmm. This one, so
1: it can happen. It, sk- it skips Broken Bow kind of because of where it is, and it's kind of in a little dip, and it can't get through the mountains or whatever. It kind of it doesn't won't go too much when it's hilly. It's got to have a straight bath. Right. So, You're a- yeah.
2: We get protected from a lot of weather because of the mountain mm-hmm. range, you know. And, the, and water. When they water, it breaks Yeah, we've got rivers to the south and mountains all to the north, and and that really protects us a lot in this area. Sure
3: but doesn't. Oklahoma, historically, this is the worst storm loss year Oklahoma has had in history, so uh, dollar-wise. Uh, and that's, of, not, well, that's, and
1: that's, that's mainly Tulsa because we had a storm in Tulsa on the 18th of June that also. Out, yeah, no, there was a bad one in Shawnee and a bad one
3: around Blanchard that is multi-multi million.
2: But it's it's mostly from hell. Mm-hmm. you know, mostly it's a hell. lot of hail, a lot of hell. A lot but, of hell. But, so yeah, so but the southeast corner. I would say down here where our cabin industry is. Now I'm a little biased here, but I think we have the best weather in the state. Well, we do. We do. We, <laughs> we, we, it's
3: not. I mean, that's a fact.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, it's a
3: fact. Our our company, our insurance company, wishes the rest of the state had our weather.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Really, All really right. Cool. So on to another really fun topic. Let's talk about taxes, both property taxes and taxes that you have to pay, you know, for running a short-term rental. Which one do you guys want to start with?
3: Yeah. Not me. Um I, I mean,
0: <laughs> well, okay. So
1: property ahead. taxes are running at about again, about the same as 0.8 to 1% of the of the uh, appraised value of the home, you know, of the, what whatever you pay for it. The county has been running behind on all that stuff. So things are just now starting to kind of catch up a little bit. Um, it'll, it'll be a while before they get, get to all of it. Um, they're not known for their speed. Um, the taxes for running the short terms are, is interesting, there is no fee currently. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to have a permit. Nothing is happening with that yet, although I'm sure it probably will. Um, but last year, when they incorporated Hochitown, which we talked a little bit about in another episode, and the, the area that Town is in the Broken Bow area, because everybody remember, it's all still Broken Bow addresses. But Town is kind of cut out right in the middle by the 259A area. The, it's 7% if it's not Town. It's 14% if it's Town. So 14% is more of a national average. Like it's more, that's kind of an average for a lot of places. So there are there are there's a section of like you could be right outside Ho Chi Town but still kind of in the middle like we talked about and have seven percent less in in what you have to charge. So it's an interesting <clears throat> it's an interesting little thing that's going on.
0: Yeah, because uh-huh. that's
1: half. <laughs> that's right. a big a big separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I think Broken Bow is probably going to catch up and and increase yeah. theirs. But right now, that's what's going
0: on. Interesting. And do you have to pay state sales tax? Is that just the local tax, or <clears throat> that's everything included? Okay, cool. Yeah. That's, that's not terrible. It's pretty it's in line nice. with with other places. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've covered taxes, we've covered insurance. So let's let's talk about the actual expenses related to the running of it. I mean, I guess all of these are related to the running of it. But so, like okay. maintenance and cleaners. Let's start with cleaners. So, what do you guys see? your cleaners or most cleaners charging for properties. And if you want to just give like an example of what you pay for different sizes of stuff that you own, that's totally cool. Okay.
2: okay. Hey, can I add one more thing to that tax deal before we move Thanks on? Too. Yes. Uh, more about tax. Well, no, that's what, that's what Kathy know. said no, okay. was I, I mean she knows a lot more about that than me. But I just want to say the comparison from us and our biggest market is the Texas market that that buys um our cabins here. And uh, our taxes, our property taxes are going to be lower than those that are in Texas. Though, from what I've noticed from buying a home in Texas, quite a bit lower because uh, they they don't have the state income tax. So where we have a state income tax where they don't have it, they tend to make it up on their property Mm -hmm. taxes. Yes. Where in our property, Texas are a lot lower because of that. Uh-huh. So, right. so
1: Texas is approximately three percent, depending on where you are. So, if you're looking at a six hundred thousand dollars cabin, you're at eighteen thousand dollars a year for Texas and six thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. for Oklahoma. And the income tax does not make up that difference. Income tax isn't that much, so you're still saving. You know, if you're if you're if not really apples to apples, but there is a, a big difference. You can save a bunch of you may pay a little bit more for a cabin here, but you're gonna save a bunch of money on taxes.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. thanks. You know, so
1: when I so when I was still living in Texas and I had 20, just as a reference for people, 23 or 24 long-term, short-term rentals in Oklahoma, all of my taxes, property taxes in Oklahoma we still less than the one house in Texas combined. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's so it's a big difference. Big difference.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <clears throat> okay, that's pretty crazy. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Now I forgot what your question Can you was. Say
0: that quote. Uh, cleaning cleaners. What do they? What do we see for cleaning charges? We we'll big.
3: Well, I have. We have a. We have a three bedroom cabin, and it also has a loft with bunk beds, and it, it's a game room slash bunk room. So. You know, you could
0: call it four bedroom, but we get that for around 25 200 clean. Okay. Four bedroom, 200 clean. That's actually really affordable. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. I've been in a farm shop
3: look, you know, when I look on the, um, on your Facebook one and, and I see, I compare what other people are saying. And a lot of times ours seems a
0: little lower. Yeah. In uh, our Florida four bedroom, we're paying, I think, $450 a clean. <laughs> Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well that's encouraging that the cleaning fees aren't terrible. What about maintenance? So uh do you guys have like a handyman that you might call to come out to look at stuff? Like what do they charge per call? And then also moving, you know, a little further on from that, is there anything what like what is your biggest maintenance expense? But sorry, that's too many questions at once. Handyman first and then maintenance expenses. Good that's mm-hmm. a good uh, question. Uh so if you So,
3: some people use property management. So, if you use property management, a lot of times they have a maintenance guy that's included in your property management uh, fee that that they take from you. So, but then... You self-manage and you have to have handyman. Uh, it really kind of like fits more of a handyman type job. It could be $45, $55 a service call. But if you need like a plumber or electrician, someone licensed to do something, it could be
0: uh used to be about 75, but now it's about 150. All right, that's not too bad. And so what do you guys, what would you say is your biggest maintenance expense annually over your eight, well, 12 properties, because they're all gonna require maintenance.
2: Well, we've got a lot of expense right now just because we've had several of them for uh, a while and we're redoing a lot of stuff on them. So, you know, I mean, keeping up the, uh, a lot of the cabins have a lot of wood, a lot of decks, a lot of porches, things like that. There's a lot of expense that. You know if you don't treat those right and paint them right and stuff you've got we're doing redoing a deck on one right now complete redo and mm-hmm. and uh then we've had you know several of those little things like I'll that say
3: air conditioning heat and air heat and yeah. air is a big expense heat and as air. long as everything goes okay but this year how many did we replace five
2: yeah five units but those including our, our houses well really three in the cabins we have we we replaced, you know, had to put in three new units, but they were older units and right. been around for a while. But air conditioning, when it gets air conditioning season, man, it just crazy, you know. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I hear that. So we don't have any abnormal maintenance expenses like snow removal or pumping well, not septics, um like replacing well pumps and things like that. No, no. It's all pretty basic. And there's really
1: not even any yard maintenance. I mean, you might get your leaves blown every once in a while, but there's not really any grass to mow. You right. know, you might have
0: to mountain, yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. get a weed okay. whacker at it or something, but there's not like you know, any of that. And there's no snow removal. Um, and and they're right, probably the biggest expense. And and when we say an AC unit's been around for a while, these AC units can be 20 years old. Oklahoma tends to things tend to last a while here. Um, so but people that you have to maintain the if you have a, a wood cabin, which most of them are, you have to maintain the outside. So there's a guy that does soft washing, people have it washed every year, wash their deck, and it's 250 or 300 bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And then every few years, you can have it, you know, re shellacked or recoated or whatever if you want to. Um, but if, as long as you maintain it, it, it'll last a really long time. We don't have well. We don't have the humidity that other places do. Although if you ask people in Oklahoma, they think it's humid, but it's not compared to Florida or Houston. So we don't have the stuff that just rots. You know what I'm saying? We it's we don't have the salt on the roads. We not really. We don't have any of that other stuff. So things tend to last a while.
0: All right. And what about uh, like pest preventative maintenance? What does that typically run?
2: Um, probably uh, about. 85. probably 85 to a hundred dollars a quarter mm-hmm. on a on a cabin so every mm-hmm. three months you know they come spray it does
3: depend on the size it's the size yeah, of it size. but um they start I know they start the one there's a big company here that most everybody uses there's a few more but typically it's about um starts at 85 uh and then it goes it can go up some according to the size of the cabin okay got it a quarter. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So this episode is like pretty straightforward and I didn't really expect there to be anything crazy in this market because it's not on the coast. It's not in a snowy area. Is there anything expense wise here that we haven't talked about that you think our listeners could benefit from hearing before they buy something? We've done taxes, we've done insurance, cleaning, maintenance. Well, well, bills are- insurance. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead.
1: Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. There's not a whole lot of, of, of stuff that that people have to pay for. I mean, you can do a bunch of stuff if you want, especially, you know, first time buyers or if they're buying a you know something from somebody else, they want to go in and do stuff and paint and, and do all that stuff and add amenities. But just for ongoing maintenance, it's not horrible. Um I do always suggest to everybody, no matter what kind of real estate you're buying, that you, you know, service your units every year and you your AC units, you service that stuff every year. You can't just let stuff go and expect it to last, right? So every spring you want to have your ACs maintenance because you don't want to get to June and find out you've got a problem. So um, as long as you are maintaining your stuff, you should be totally fine.
3: Right. I would say overall, just because of we're like a boom town. A lot's happened in a short amount of time. And so there's growing pains and not everything's going to get done at the snap of a finger like you can get it done in a large city. So there's a little bit of a wait time if you have to get a service call. You know, you need to if you're going to buy this property, you need to check in the maintenance people, cleaning people. You, you need to know some local people that know how to help you get in that circle of who to contact. And if you know who to contact and you need to contact the correct people too, you, you don't want to correct contact people who's just going to create a a mess for you. So it's good to check references and um,
0: who you're calling. Absolutely. I totally agree with all that. So if there's nothing else on expenses, then we will go ahead and wrap up. Guys, if you're ready to buy a short-term rental in Broken Bow with Kathy, you can email us at agents at the short-term shop.com. We'll get you hooked up with her. And if you you just want to learn more about short-term rental investing, then we've got a few ways you can do that. You can join our public Facebook group, same title as my book behind me, Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth. Uh, we've got 65,000 people in there sharing best practices and info on investing in short-term rentals. Or every Thursday, we have a live Q&A call where you can ask us any of your burning questions about short-term rental investing. You can sign up for that at strquestions.com. Thanks, guys.